podcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. How's it going? Did anything exciting happen this week? Not that I can recall. I can't either. This is a boring fucking Saturday. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, just, you know, regular one in the mill week. Yeah. A little bit of COVID, a little bit of car sickness, you know. That's, that's right. Oh, shit. I forgot about the COVID. All right, guys, buckle down because we have a fucking crazy show for you today. <laughs> and it's one of those crazy, like, we got some stories show. <laughs> so truly, strap in. <laughs> also, you know what I was going to do? I had this idea last week. And then I kind of forgot about it until today. And then I realized I hadn't done the research to figure it out. I wanted to do the, um, you know, on Pod Save America, they do the chat GPI, the, the artificial chat, intelligence chat, yeah, voices. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to do uh, artificial voice of Beyonce's All My Single Ladies, but I wanted to open the show with All My Married Ladies, All My Married Ladies, All My Married Ladies. <laughs> That's right. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny too. Oh. You shouldn't have said that. You could have just saved it and tried to do it later. I still could. I could still add it in post. That's true. true. It just wouldn't be a surprise for us. I know. But it would be a surprise. I realized I was like, I actually have no idea what they do to do that. But I thought that that would have been really I'm sure it's some sort of like chat GPT kind of thing. Yeah. Some like app program. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but it's terrifying. Yeah, it's really scary. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so um, this is episode 8.5, which happens to also be Amanda's wedding date, and uh, the uh, coincidences continue. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. hmm Well, goddamn. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Well, I know. I mean, it's our eighth season. Like, it was, yeah. you know. Like- yeah. That's that actually, would have been you hard know, to coordinate. Yeah, no, it was, we did it on purpose. Sorry, guys, this was all a big long con. She counted it out. She got a calendar. This whole thing where I'm bad with numbers, totally, <laughs> totally deep fake. I'm actually very good with numbers. I'm a genius in numbers. Genius. This genius. was all yeah. part of my plan. Mm-hmm. Arrive at this moment right there, here. Yeah, wow. right this here. This very moment in time. God, is it worth it? <laughs> works out that way <laughs> that's wild yeah. kind of like how the episode that we released with the real weird sisters the week alex was born was 2.29 and he was born on 29 dude yeah yeah i love numbers anyway you guys we should just like start pr- the prediction business <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can start it and i'll just like i'm happy no, to no, stay no. part of it and just like yeah get, it's true i don't think it's the, i don't think it's no. me that's that's the juju that's helping Pass along I, do, the, no, no, no. Uh, I don't do the prediction earnings. business. Oh. I do the analysis business. Mm. I only predict unborn babies' sex. That's it. <laughs> I'm nine for like a hundred. I'm I'm like nine out of ten at this point. I thought you were going to say I'm nine for a hundred. <laughs> yeah, say, when you do have a 50 chance. So wait, who's good. the who did you get wrong? Uh, our best man, uh, Jay's best friend Ryan. I was convinced they were having a boy and they had a girl. Well, was, you know what? The first one I got wrong. Huh. And that's just the biological sex July. too we like give it time that's we'll true oh, yeah, you that's still true. might you still might be right someday yeah oh fuck guys even yeah. if like you know 20 years from now there's a change and we're not doing this show anymore 
we are going to do a reunion show so That's I can special. come back and so play my a... my hundredth. Ten for ten. One hundred for one hundred. One hundred percent. Pure love. <laughs> um, anyway, awesome. weird numbers, things aside. Next week, we're talking uh, Barbie and I'm talking Oppenheimer. We did Barbenheimer and it was it was an insane day. Like, wow. We almost, we almost did. We did a double yeah, feature. I, I did see Barbie over the weekend. I just wanted to say very briefly, um, if you guys, I don't think you guys have talked to me about this. The movie theater camp. Have you heard of that? Yes, I'm dying to see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me everything. This is like you. a million, a million times up your alley. We went to that. So we did a, a double feature uh, with theater camp and then Barbie. And from I been, like those are a, a real, better pair. I really it was really fun. Good afternoon. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. The cinema. Super fun. And um, Frank had actually seen theater camp at Sundance. And he oh. was. Yeah, really liked it. So oh, it does seem it. like the type of movie that would um yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, up up your guys' alley. It was really fun. Uh, very excited to talk about Barbie. We were gonna see Oppenheimer the next day, but we didn't get tickets fast enough and there weren't like that great of we, seats left. So, blah blah blah. We did see Sound of Freedom instead, which holy fucking shit. Dude, why? That is the QAnon movie. What? Hmm? It was financed by QAnon. It's a no way. Yes, there's a whole controversy. Like the they were buying, they were buying tickets and then like having empty theaters so that way they could go on Fox News and say that the movie theaters were refusing to sell tickets, but people were letting like going on and being like, no, it's they have this whole like pay it forward thing where you can buy a ticket for somebody else. Okay, that's that's the whole point is because. Yes. No, they do a whole announcement at the end where it's like money shouldn't be a restriction for people to see this movie. That's I'm very disappointed to hear that. It's, um, it's, it's that put on by like the crazy, ass. crazy evangel- evangelical well, Christians. Like it's it's a uh, whole thing. But oh, it is man. it's like based on a true story and like kind like, of like ah oh no, I haven't I haven't looked into the particulars. Um Damn, that's so disappointing. But like sex Sorry, trafficking is real and horrifying. Yes. It's just not like a Democrat plot. Like that, you know. Yes. Well, the problem is, is that God damn it, it that's so disappointing. By, like the QAnon financer people, but they are the ones like conservative media, they're the media that made it into an us versus them thing to prop it up to get more people to go see it like the democrats won't let you see this movie so you have to buy tickets for it and they were there was literally there was like documented like interviews all over the internet from like a month or so ago where they would be like they the theater refuses to sell tickets and that's why the theater is empty but then people would go online and refuse to sell tickets their apps and their apps would be like the theater is full because the rich people bought all the tickets or the rnc or whoever it was like uh-huh. yeah the the whole story behind that movie is nuts also jim cavazel is a fucking crazy person i'm so disappointed i mean uh, he is i have personally experienced it firsthand at comic-con where i was like mm, so attractive yet so fucking <laughs> weird and nuts yes <laughs> Yeah. No, because anyway, there's like this really whole like raid thing that happens, like in the like it actually happened. They, like show footage of the. Damn. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that oh. that happened. 
It's just the target of that movie is to make you afraid of brown people. And they don't, do they go into the fact that statistically you're more well, more likely to be sex trafficked by somebody that you know? Like nobody's, it's not a thing to really snatch people off the, snatch kids off the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeless, LGBTQ mm. kids, women who are in abusive relationships, they're the ones that are statistically more likely to be sex trafficked. Whereas this movie plays on every conservative stereotype trope. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no. so sorry. I feel so bad. Anyway. Well, it's going to help me sleep at night. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's, it's still like a, a thing that's not good. Like, you know, it's a horrific thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like Taken was, you know, like the uh, more of the exception, not the rule kind of thing. Right. I don't know. Yeah. The movie Taken. Yes, also Taken. did not see that no. one. Has I never seen Taken? No. Like with Liam Neeson? Yeah, I usually mm -hmm. don't watch Liam Neeson movies. I'm going to hunt you down. I have a very particular set of skills. I will hunt you down. I will find you. Yeah, no oh, it's desire. A, it's it a spectacular. Never, it's not I watched that movie like 10 times. I love the fuck out of that movie. Mm. Nah, I'm good. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Sandy, I am so sorry about... Yeah interrupting you with the sound of freedom that's okay no it was good <laughs> david god is going to be so excited to hear that <laughs> is he into it i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah so anyway that's what we end up saying instead of oppenheimer we'll see nice. if, we'll see if oppenheimer happens yeah i it's feel like there's long. just too many movies and not of yeah. available time for me to go see them but, uh, yeah, I won't have. We're going to um, Ohio this weekend um, for a toy thing, so we won't be able to see a movie. I don't think. Um, but I've done. I did Oppenheimer at nine a.m. We sat all the way in the back, and then we did Barbie at one forty, which was you know fifty minutes after Oppenheimer ended, and uh, sat in the very front because that was what was left. So, jeez. But it was fine. It was fine. Um, and we'll talk more about that next week. Anyway, they want to hear about Amanda's wedding. Yay! Yay! It was really fun. I am so tired. <laughs> I am so tired. It was really, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was, it was a long road. The best of times. Yes, it ultimately ended up being totally worth it because it was a really great day. But like the road to get there was like, you know, paved, paved with, with COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> paved with thumbtacks. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, let's start with, so last time we recorded, which was two weeks ago, we had to, we did a quick show because Eden was uh, having a tough time going to sleep and Daniel was in there with her. And at one point he texted you that he didn't feel well. And then and the next day yeah. he went to bed early. And then the next day he. The next day I wake up and the first thing he says to me is, I have something to tell you. <laughs> Were you like, I'm just, pregnant? No, right, which is like not a great way to wake up usually. And he's like, wasn't feeling good this morning and I woke up early and I took a COVID test and it's positive. And I was oh. like, well, fuck. <laughs> hey, kudos to him for taking the test. Right. Because I, you know, and I think this is just sort of the, you know, the irony of it because he is, I think, one of the few people left in America that is still like really responsible 
when it comes to COVID. Like he he still like is usually like the only person masking up on the subway and like, you know, it's just really still pretty vigilant. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, went into the sub, went on the subway once last week to go into the city because he needed a new belt to like for the suit because his current belt didn't fit. So, and decided, you know what? Like it's 2023. I'm not going to wear my mask on the subway anymore. Well, that worked out great. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what? That was Friday morning. So we had to keep Eden home from daycare, just you know, to be responsible. Um, you know, the, our daycare rules are, you know, if someone in the family is positive, you, you know, you gotta stay home. Yeah, you isolate. Um, so he was isolating in the bedroom. Her and I were in the rest of the apartment. Um, and we were always planning to go to Connecticut on Sunday. So that like, I was working part of the week, um, but just sort of, you know, yeah. when, you, when you DIY at wedding, there's a lot of things to do. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to lose a work day driving there. So we were always going to go on Sunday so that I could work full days remotely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. At least Monday and Tuesday. So it was like, okay, well, you know, we'll just we'll leave on Saturday then. Um, yeah. Because we still needed to, like, pack and stuff. Because I thought I would have Saturday to pack. Right. Oh. Um, so trying to do that and while also taking care of her while also, like, Quarantine trying, to, <laughs> trying to stay separated because we sort of did the math. You know, once we sort of realized, like, okay, we don't necessarily have to cancel the event because – an outdoor it's it was a completely outdoor event it would be nine days out from the onset of symptoms so like by you know per the current cdc guidelines it's like so long as you know he wasn't having wasn't symptomatic by then he didn't have to isolate like yeah we we looked into everything we were you know trying yeah to be yeah yeah you're above, responsible yeah trying to be as above board about this as possible um, but it was sort of like if Eden or I came down with it, then it would be all over. Like we would have had right because then the timeline, the clock, the time, yeah, the timeline was sort of set. Like if I developed symptoms, like it was game over, we were gonna have to cancel. So it was like, okay, let's get us away from him as fast as possible. <laughs> I, I figure out how to like pack us up for the whole week, plus all the wedding stuff. Oh my um, god! Put her to bed on Saturday night, and I'm like running stuff down to the car. Um, mm. Saturday night, like things that could stay in the car overnight. I, I must have looked like the weirdest lady, like the, you know, my neighbors that are sort of, you know, guys on the block just like hanging out. And they're like, who is this white lady carrying all these boxes of like glass bottles? Like, who is this lady? Yeah. Sure <laughs> loading up her trunk full of recyclables. <laughs> so, yeah. So we finally, we load up the, I, figure out how to load up the car like you know the next morning like I put on Elmo Dana's creepily watching Eden from the kitchen with a mask on just to you know like make sure she doesn't harm herself while I'm running loading up the car get her in the car and we go um my parents were actually away on vacation and we're not getting back until late in the day were they in Martha's Vineyard no, they were. Um, oh no, I'm uh, Myrtle, Beach. Uh, Myrtle Beach. I'm sorry, that's the other vacation <laughs> place that starts with an M. Okay, that's what I meant because I was talking to your brother about their uh, road trip down to Myrtle Beach. Anyway, yeah. sorry. 
Yeah. So they weren't going to get, so like at that point, like I, we were going to beat them to their house. So like they had like my aunt go over and like close all the windows and like turn on the AC. Cause it was still like the, yeah. the heat wave hadn't broken yeah. at that point. So like we're doing this in like 97 degrees. Oh my God. <laughs> so we hit the road, we're driving. The traffic was horrendous. Cause you know, it's the summer and like it's a Saturday. Like of course traffic's going to be bad. Yeah. Um, and just by the time we get in the road, I'm like, okay, we're going to have to stop and get lunch. You know, like I sort of had planned for like the first rest stop in Connecticut. It's like, we're going to yeah. stop there. And the traffic was so bad that fi- by the time we were like even close, it was like well past little girl's lunchtime. She was getting grouchy. Um, you know, she like wasn't sleeping and like, you know. I happened to have like a pouch on the front seat and it was like, oh, a, good. like a food okay. pouch. No, not good. You, it's, uh, oh, it's like a purple, like purple. It's a purple pouch. And I oh, no. unscrew it I think- and I hand it back to her and I'm like, I have a feeling I am really going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew. And did you? <laughs> sure did. At one point, I turned around, she had it upside down. And I was like, that's not how it goes. In our mouth, we're eating it. It's food. And then I turn around again, and she's just covered in purple. Covered. And I'm like, did you throw up? And she's like, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> and no. Like, and we're still like nine miles from the rest stop. The first rest stop. The first rest stop. Oh, I'm so like, sorry. just get to the rest stop, just get to the rest stop, just get to the rest stop. And then she falls asleep, falls that she's asleep by the time we pull into the rest stop. And I'm like, I can't. Did you just let- keep going? No, I'm like, I can't let her sleep in all that puke. It was real gross. I guess. I guess and it was like, you gross. know, there was there was no food at my parents' house because it's like they weren't. Because they've been away. You no, know, they've been away. So like, we, the stop had to happen. So I'm like, peeling the clothes off her in the parking lot like trying to clean out the car seat as best I can there's like families roaming by there was like a little girl with her family that's like pointing and staring is like look at that kid she had an accident I'm like yeah no shit you probably had an accident too go away little girl right right well it's like I'm like when's the last time you wet the bed be quiet it was just like the rest stop of you know we're all in where intelligence goes to die like I got stuck behind like a Penske truck where I'm just like, you know, it's like cars go one way, trucks go one way. The truck went the car way. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And they're like, park, they like park in the middle. Like they're not even parked in a spot. They're just like idling. Like, so no one can get around them. There's like, you know, that when cars do that thing where they like start to pull out and then yeah. they stop. So you start to go and they're stopped, but then they start to go again. So you like, just utter and utter insanity. And like, poor girl was like, so upset. We like, I just like carry her just in a diaper in to like change, like fully change her and clean her up in the bathroom. We like finally get some food. We like sit down and then like a family like sits next to us in the rest stop and they're like talking on speakerphone, like next to, like just, it was like the dumbest trip. It was like the absolute, absolute worst. Um, But we finally got there. We finally got there and like, you know, it was hot, but like, whatever, it was fine. Um, and then, yeah, then it's just like the rest of the week was just uh, trying to 
get everything set up. I feel like there was a bunch of other like dumb stuff that happened all week. It was just like, yeah, sure. Of course. Of course that went wrong. It's fine. Who cares? Who cares? Like, let's just, right. just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. <laughs> oh my but God. yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know what else happened. I don't know. We get to the, we get to the wedding. We do. Wonderful. We get to the wedding. Yeah. So um, Daniel was coming on. So like his friend arrived on. That's what she said. Yeah, his friend went. Um, his friend was flying in on Wednesday into New York, and then they were gonna like take the train on Thursday together. Like as of Wednesday, he was like still testing positive. He was feeling better, but he was like still testing positive. Yeah. So like, they you know did stuff outside. They like tried to stay separated as much as possible. They like did masks, um, and then uh, it was sort of like okay, like. Are you guys coming? And he's like, like, are you guys going to come? Like, do you think we can do this? And he's like, well, I don't really have symptoms. Like, still testing positive, but I don't have symptoms. So, like, let's just. So, we finally got our negative test on Friday. Thank God. <laughs> well, yes, yes and no. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, he was, he was fine. So, you know, we uh, proceeded with the festivities. One of his other good high school friends flew flew in and uh made it to the rehearsal dinner and then woke up the next morning not feeling well he tested positive for covid oh no so flew all the way from the west coast to spend the whole weekend in the hotel room which was like oh such a bummer like got to come to the rehearsal dinner and then like nothing else oh i'm so sorry yeah yeah that was a real bummer but um, yeah Thankfully, thankfully, Daniel, and still, still no symptoms for me. Like I took several tests. Um, Knock on wood. But I, I feel like, and again, fingers crossed. I feel like at this point you're in the clear. Like for uh, the, uh, the uh, what's the, the vesting period, whatever yeah. it's no, called. At this point, if I was going to get it, I would have gotten it. Candy's um, left. You're fully vested. You're fully yeah. vested. <laughs> Just uh, cash out my bonds. I'm fully. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. a word. And neither of you can either. Because you're not directing me. The incubation period. The incubation. There we go. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So then the actual day was great. I think once we got to the actual day, it was perfect. Everything like went the way it was supposed to. You know, we, we were supposed to get some rain on Friday. Um, which ended up not really ever materializing, but, um, yeah, it's like we everybody turned out and helped put up tables or helped arrange flowers or helped uh, figure out how to decorate something or, you know, baked cookies or, you know, like everybody kind of showed up and we made the event happen. Um, Can we talk about your dress? Sure. Your dress was so pretty that apparently when I sent the picture, my sister Caitlin, there was a big... So my sister Christy is going to London for two years. She's leaving actually. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. So she leaves on this upcoming Sunday, which is the Gosh, really 13th. Soon. Yeah. I know. Right. Anyway, so she leaves on Sunday. So they had a big going away party for her on Saturday. And I sent a picture. And apparently Caitlin was so obsessed with your dress that she walked around and showed like everybody at the party to be like, look out, beautiful. Oh, that's really sweet. I just the same. I mean, I didn't walk around showing people, but I could have. You could yeah. have. The the uh, yeah, the intention was there. No, yeah. it was beautiful. I loved it. 
I did too. I did too. How, did, did you have a hard time like finding it? Like, did you look at a lot of things and then, or did you no. like, find it right away? Did you? Yeah, sort of. So I was originally, um, originally I was just going to buy something secondhand off of like Poshmark. Yes, that's right. Um, that was the original plan. And then one of our good friends, Julia, had the good suggestion of like, well, you should probably at least just go try some things on to get a sense of like. She what, always has the good suggestions. Yeah. Like what fits your body? <laughs> because, you know, like most people don't really have a, reasons to wear like gowns. So you don't necessarily, right. you might know what you like, but you don't know what actually like fits. Good point. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you could. And when you're shop, buying things off of, you know, online or any of those like. You right. Know, there's no consignment guarantee that fit. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's at least like getting your measurements and just sort of getting a sense so I made an appointment at um, Beholden, which is, you know, Anthropology's bridal brand. Because it's like I, I liked their stuff. And that was a lot of like, yeah. what I was looking at on Poshmark. And, you know, I kind of knew I didn't want like a traditional wedding gown because, of, right. you know, like that's just not not my vibe, not what we were looking to do. Like right. it just, it just wasn't it. Um, and also just like gowns are just like very, very expensive and you know it felt like a lot of money for like one day and I was like well it'd be great if I could find something that like it even if I never wear it again it has the potential to be worn again totally yeah. so that was like kind of the the goal and that was um yeah it was a dress I remember seeing on the website I'm like oh that's a really pretty dress it's like it photographs in such a way that you're like that will either look really hideous on someone or look really gorgeous on <laughs> It looked gorgeous on you. Yeah. yeah. And I just. That yeah. corset looking top was amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's, that was a great or thing. Or bodice about, rather. Yeah. Sorry. Great thing about corset dresses is that dress is actually a size bigger than I normally am because. Oh, because you get all. Cause I bought, well, because I bought it off the, the rack. Like the thing also when you don't oh. buy a wedding dress is that like you sort of have to take what's in the store or. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. SOL. So the one the one, um, the one dress they had in my size uh, had a big run down it, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll give it to you for like ten percent off." And it's like, "Yeah, oh, that seems, but that's a very big run, and that just yeah, seems, <laughs> like that doesn't seem like a good deal for me." Yeah, <laughs> I'm still gonna have to take care of this run. And it's gonna cost a lot more than ten percent. Exactly, exactly. So I got the bigger size with the thought that like oh I just I'll just have to spend a fortune getting it altered yeah um but because it's the because it like ties like the the woman that was yes. you know doing the alteration she's like oh she's like actually like I'm not gonna need to alter this you just have to tie it tighter wow, that's so <laughs> lucky that's awesome <laughs> nice. that. and then that also takes the pressure off you to like maintain the size of the first dress because you're like you know Oh, yeah. I don't know. To me, it, it always feels better to like have the option, like even though you want to maintain your same size. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like I'm someone who like, you know, was going to go on any kind of wedding crash diet to begin with, <laughs> especially after the week I had. It's like, no, 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 no. Bring, bring on the stress eating. Bring, bring on. Give me the mozzarella. <laughs> yes, I will have that extra glass of wine. My nerves need it. Yeah. Just top, top, top it off, please. Mm -hmm. um, so and kudos to the woman doing the alterations for like, yeah, not being upset and honest about that. <laughs> yeah, 
She's like, yeah, no. I, she's like, this is going to actually be much easier than I thought it was going to be. She's like, I, don't worry about it. I was like, That's Great. awesome. You look beautiful. And I need to give a shout out. Did you do your own eye makeup? No, I didn't. I was going to do no. my own eye makeup. And then my mom was like, I will. She's like, that will be my gift to you. Like, I will. She's like, so you don't have to do your own makeup. All right, guys, I get to give a shout out to the lady or man, whoever did a man's make eye makeup, because your eye makeup was perfection. Like it like just it matched perfectly all the way up. Like it was just it was full, absolutely fucking flawless eyeshadow that I've ever seen. It was incredible. It was it was, it was magical looking. It was pretty great. And so like, though, it was a um, two two women. It's like one hair person and one okay. makeup person. They're just like a package duo. And they were like almost a good hour late because they they were doing another, an actual wedding uh, that day. And they got caught up with like- You, you know, were an actual wedding. I know, we, do, we were. But like, you know, like a full-on bridal party. Church one. And like, yeah. Yeah. So like they, they were late. So then it was like a real, like just pit crew. There's like- it was pit really, stop, really pit stop. Yeah. Call back to last. It was week. really <laughs> impressive. And like, she was very sweet. She was like, okay, so like, I know you have like a lot of allergies and she was like Googling ingredients of everything. And I stupidly like forgot to bring my own mascara, which is something I usually do. Like yeah. when I'm, you know, in someone else's wedding or like I'm getting, you know, my makeup done by a professional for whatever reason, I usually bring my own mascara because it's like, you know, it's not fair to expect them to like, you know, have products that like, right are okay. free of, you know, and she's like, Oh, like, this is the only, like this, you know, I only have this mascara. Like, would that be, would that work? And I'm like, I don't know if it will. And she's like, so I actually ended up having like no mascara. She like figured out like between like the like fake eyelashes and like some like oh. eyeshadow, like just, she like worked some crazy voodoo magic. Wow. It looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I was, I was pretty yeah. impressed. I was like, that's and she's like, you're done. But the wedding itself was really awesome. You, your vows, both of you, like two thumbs up, A plus plus with the vows. They were beautiful. Allison cried the whole time. Oh I, God. as I told her, I was like, I'm grinding my teeth because that way I don't have to cry. I'm moving my <laughs> tension from my eyes to the back of my jaw. <laughs> it is too hot outside to cry for me. <laughs> Um, but they're absolutely beautiful. Eden was adorable walking down the aisle. She was really good. It was like one of those things. She's been like very, very too lately. Yeah. So like it was going to be great or like it was going to be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> like there was going to be no in between. Like it was like too extreme. She was going to like love it and like be game and participate and be the best. Or she was just going to be a mul like a melty volcanic disaster she got like 75 percent of the way before she realized that a fuck ton of people were looking at her and even then she didn't <laughs> melt down she just hid behind amanda <laughs> yeah oh, 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 oh. well the thing is she like because it's super cute she so like there was a playground um so where we had the the event it was in the yard of like this big um beautiful um old Victorian house, but like there, it's, it's basically a residential area. So there's other houses sort of in and around it. And the neighbors had like a playground, like one of those little, you know, uh, like yes. those like swings and a slide kind of situation. And so we're, we're waiting, um, we're waiting to, for the DJ to play the song. And she starts to get a little like, <laughs> she like sees the slide. She's like, I need a playground now. 
<laughs> Which is also her new thing. Like she needs something now. She's like, yeah. are you blue bone now? Are you milk uh, now? Stops. <laughs> oh, oh. So now. Because Allison and I were we were on this like together next to the aisle, and we were wondering what she was saying, and you guys we're like, hmm, I wonder if she sees us all and she's saying no, or if there's like a totally different thing going on right now. Like, are you a playground now? She did great, though. It's like, big party, big party. And she didn't even get bored or antsy during the ceremony part. No, well, because apparently there was a big police boat that went by. So. Oh, yeah, there was. Oh, there was something going on. on the, yes. And I actually, so when the police boat went by, I actually had the thought, I was like, what the fuck are the police doing out here where there's literally no crime going on? Like, it must be a nice gig to get that Saturday afternoon. I'm going to drive the boat past the family island. (laughs) Coastal town has a police boat. (laughs) Well, apparently they come by like once a season too. So it was just like Mm -hmm. irony upon irony that that happened to be the moment they decided to do rounds. But that's great because it kept her attention from being bored. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I neither one of us noticed until you know, like someone was like, "Oh yeah, did you see the police boat?" It's like, oh, police boat. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, didn't notice. Yeah. didn't notice. But A plus on the uh, music choices. Mm, thank the playlist you. was great. Yeah, DJ was like almost an hour and a half late, but you know. Oh, okay. I just thought you guys were just starting then. No, no, he was just very, he'd like stuck in traffic and we called him and he's like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. It's like, oh, that would have been well, there, if he was coming well. from, if he was coming from 95, there was something going on because we got off the ferry and it was supposed to be a 25 minute drive and it ended up being a 45 minute drive because of the yeah. traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from that way. I mean, the summer, summer traffic on 95 is like usually pretty yeah. bad, but it, yeah, it's something, something, something serious went down. Wow. But he got there. He did great. Um, the ice cream truck was fun. Yep. Yep. We decided against doing cake because it's summer. Like who wants to eat cake in the summer anyway? Yeah. Uh, the bartenders were great. Yep. That was Um, like the first, that was like one of the first things we booked was the, the bar. Drink selection was great. Um, scenery was great. Uh, just the whole thing was very beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was a really great day. It was like, it was very fun. Very fun. That was, that was kind of the, yeah, that was, that was what we were going for, you know, that it's like after nine years together, you know, it's, it wasn't so much about like us and like doing this thing for us. It was more like we all survived a pandemic, like, (laughs) yeah, you know, and at this stage in our life, we have so, we seem to have less and less things to celebrate and like reasons to gather and come together. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was sort of our, our due north and sort of doing this event was like, yeah, how can we provide an opportunity to get some, get some people together? Yeah. You know? well, it was, it was it wonderful. Wasn't, yeah. It like was, it wasn't our entire life. Like, you know, there was definitely right. like people that either couldn't come or <laughs> got COVID or, um, you know. COVID. Yes. Cause it, it was very small. Yeah, it was, but, it was, it was small. Like we, we would have loved to have included more people, but I, you know, it was like to the yeah. space, the space could only hold, could only hold so many. And, Cause it was a side yard. Yeah. Not even was, a backyard or the side. It, it was, was a side, side a literal side yard. Yeah. It was, um, But it was nice to see, like there were people I saw from Maris that I haven't seen since we graduated. 
I accidentally uh, did Bob tell you that I dropped the Polaroid camera and accidentally showed me the picture. picture it was actually boobs. it was gorgeous. It was a fucking fantastic. It was picture a beautiful picture. It was like very like yeah. artistically composed I, and it was literally it was an accident. Like I the camera slipped and when I went to grab it, I hit the click button and it took the most beautiful picture of it. It was really a great picture. <laughs> it was a really beautiful yeah. picture. <laughs> I hope they cherish that picture forever. <laughs> I think they will. He pulled it right out of his pocket and put it right back in. I even said, I was like, look, it's wallet size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we joked. Um, there was like, oh, we we've never done boudoir uh, photos. So now we have one. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I thought of that too. I was like, there you go. You're welcome. Yeah. For free. On my clumsy hands. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad people had fun with the, the Polaroid camera. That was that was kind of the, the point of it. Yeah, yes. In classic Julia fashion, love me some jewels. She was the first one to pick it up, I think, and couldn't figure out how to use it. It was a little so complicated. Was, like we, we were was, like, we should probably take a picture just to make sure it works. And we're like, how does this work? Well, thanks to Julia, then the word got spread in the immediate crowd of how yeah. you to do it. <laughs> yeah, it twists the the on button. It like twists in the front. Who knew? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was beautiful. Uh, very, very fun. I'm so happy for you. Yay. Yay! Thank you. It was, you know, it was really great. It's like for all the trials and tribulations to get us to that day, it, it was really everything I could have asked for and, and more. Like it was just, the weather was perfect. The, you know, the kid cooperated. She was so cute on the dance floor. So she was watching everybody dance and, um, then trying to imitate us, which reminded me so much of like something that Alex does. Like it, it was so adorable, Amanda. Like yeah. such a wonderful personality that that you know she just classic diva through and through. Yeah, and I think you know I think what I mean. Showed off her signature move, which is jump, 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 fall. Yes, but you know what I mean when I say diva, not like brat, but you know, like no, a hundred percent. Because the photographer actually came up to me and she's like, "I love your kid." She's like, "Look at these pictures." I like told yeah. her to look at me, and she straight up. Like turned to the side and like looked over her shoulder, <laughs> and like she showed me the picture, like legit, like so cute. like two going on like seventeen, like she was yep. like giving look. <laughs> they liked well, she what? like taught her how to spin, and she's like, oh, like this. <laughs> I was I was watching her when uh, like watch other people on the floor and imitate them, and like at one point I started. Uh, swishing my dress back and forth and she looked at me and I just was like just go like this and she was like okay and like just started doing it and I was like you go girl let's keep going what else can we do yep. <laughs> she ate herself a whole ice cream sandwich mm, I saw the pictures yep yep she sat on that truck and she ate a whole ice cream sandwich whole thing I went in Rome yep yep <laughs> Baby somebody's letting like, you eat it and right? you, do, you do it right <laughs> like her babysitter was like do you want me to go get the bib i'm like eh, we're at the point of the night where like a chocolate covered kid is going to be cute like whatever i don't care yeah <laughs> um i did love her julie andrews haircut i know <laughs> she looks like julie andrews it was no you she's finally found... she's like finally grown into it the first few days were very rough with this hair but like now that it's sort of grown and like relaxed into it sound... itself, it's very cute now you made it sound a lot different than it was. And when I got there, I was expecting the full-on fucking bowl. And it was very cute. And well, was it, like, was the full on, it was the full-on. It was the full-on bowl. It has settled and mm. grown. 
It had settled. It was a settled ball. It had settled. Yes. It, now it is very cute. The first couple of days, it was very like, oh dear, what have we done? Wow. <laughs> um, it was. It was still beautiful. And again, your music choices, A plus. Yeah, that was that was really fun picking out the music, and I think we he played a lot towards the end. He started to go a little rogue and just like played whatever the hell he wanted to. We're like, we didn't pick that song. Mm. But we all danced to it. But we all danced to was, it. Exactly. That was when the first, after the first, so, okay. Yeah. The first, there were shuttles taking everybody back. The first bus left and Jay was on it, but I was not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, bye. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll meet you. And then I just never did because I'm me. So I kept talking and drinking and talking and talking and dancing. And then the bus left and I see Jay at the window and I was like, I'll see you later. <laughs> he was like, I thought you were going to meet me on the bus. <laughs> who leaves the party early? Do you know who you married? <laughs> I know, right? Well, he went on the bus with, it was like Allison and uh, Patrick and I think Suze yeah, and uh, Lindsay, Lindsay were on the bus. Yeah, because they all so, went to get pizza afterward. Yeah, not Jay, though, because he was like, oh, Colleen will be back on the next bus. It's coming soon. The next bus left a full hour after their bus left. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad. He was waiting, and I was like, so. And then he uh, he said that after, so we had the after party at, at the hotel, and Julie and Allison decided, I'm sorry, Julia and Jay realized they were kindred spirits that don't leave the party that leave the party early that had spouses that don't leave a party early. So they were like, we're going to bed peace. But I guess uh, Jay was kind of like, I missed the pizza, but I'm so hungry. So he uh, said he actually ventured outside to see if he could get food and then realized like it was full on like club town. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just eat in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, it gets a little clubby in that area. That's like where, like, I that was like where I used to go out, like you know, when I was yeah. like in my twenties. Like that that corner, the the bar, like directly across the street from the hotel, was where we used to like go out. Oh, fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun, funny though. Anyway, any last thoughts on any last wedding sentiments, Amanda? Really glad I did it. Yeah, very tired. <laughs> Yay! It's gonna be okay. yeah gonna take a while to get our lives back together you have like so much free time now yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do oh well no i'm gonna probably train my kid that's what we're gonna do well as you learn from learn from me don't rush it yeah i'll do it when they're ready or yeah. oh she has been ready like she's been ready like legit oh. in and amongst all the covid craziness she like looks at me and she's like i'm gonna sit on the potty oh well giving fucking do it i was like really no we did well <laughs> Zach was always very good with overnight. He got overnight right away. And he, as you all know, he struggled with number two for a while. But number one was also, was pretty easy. We did the um, the reward thing. And then we did the um, no pants parties all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were sort of researching that today. And I think that's what we're going to do. Not this yeah. weekend. Um, I I think it's called the three-day method, but three -day I, I method. don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's got like her spring break coming up in like two weeks. So I think we're yeah. going to do it. Do it then. Cause she'll be, nice. she'll be home with us. Spring break? Yeah. Cause we go to, um, 
spring you break. Mean, sorry, summer, 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 summer recess. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because yeah, like, it took me a second to even be like, wait, I don't think we're in spring. No, we're super. No. I know, me too. I was like, what month yeah. are we in? Are we in May? No, no wait, yeah. we're in August. They usually take like <laughs> totally a, week, in August. Yeah. a week off at the end of um, the okay. end of August because it's small daycare, and if they, you know, yeah. take the staff, they need break, vacation. They have to just yeah. like close. Yeah. So, so I think we're gonna do it. Okay. Do it then. Well, good so, luck. Thanks. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's only you know phase one. <laughs> and she's like she's been ready for a while but like we've also you know read that stuff it's like no you know don't try and do it during any big like life events and we're like well this seems like a pretty big life event so maybe we'll uh, wait <laughs> yeah yeah, but yeah no, for, a while, for a while she's been like yeah, i have to pee or like she'll, she'll like, if she's saying oh, it then if she's yeah if she's saying it then she's ready yeah and has been yeah. for a while so it's yeah. like even yeah. even our teacher like we ran into like the daycare teacher like the main teacher today and she's like so i've been wondering when you guys are we're gonna like bring up potty training to us and we're like yeah we know yeah, yeah. well good luck you know it sounds it sounds like she's ready because yeah. if they know then yeah they're ready so yay yeah. so stay tuned for the stunning conclusion of a uh, potty time Oh, well, maybe the start of the story. Yeah, We're only in the prologue good. right now. Exactly. Yeah. On, onward <laughs> to the next story. All right. Um, all right. Speaking of onwards, let's take a quick break here. Um, I was going to do for the middle section and Am I the Asshole involving weddings? I pulled up a bunch. Oh, boy. However, I need to talk about the fucking crazy story that was me getting home from Amanda's wedding. Oh, yes. Raleigh, which I'm going to try to do very quick because you guys don't give a shit about that. You care more about the wedding and this really should no, be about I care. the wedding. I care. I'm like full on envisioning you like home alone. I'm waiting for John Candy to show up and like the oompa bands. Like, I'm ready. Let's let's do it. It actually was sort of like that. Yeah. So let's take a quick break and I will tell my story then. And then I don't know if we have a ton of feedback. If we if we don't then i'll read one of the am i the assholes if not then we'll save them for another week i mean they're always gonna there's assholes every every day so true yeah. story. Yeah. story um but yeah let's take a quick break and we'll be back all right we are back and well we're not ready to get into some feedback just yet uh, unless you're talking about the feedback that i have for american fucking airlines and how much they suck <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, my siri just said i won't respond to that <laughs> nobody asked you to siri yeah nobody fucking asked you siri so our flight was supposed to leave from LaGuardia at 4 30 as we're in in my dad's car on the way there we get a text message through the app or whatever like your flight is now uh 4 50 so we're like okay 20 minutes not a big deal our flight on the way here actually had like a 20 minute delay and we ended up landing at the exact same time that we were supposed to. It's going to be fine. Then we find out that it's now uh, 530, then 6, oh, and then no. it ended up being 655. So at the third change, like in between change number two and three, I notice that the gated agents are talking to somebody, you know, in the like behind like you know a maintenance not a maintenance worker but like another person they're on the phone and i'm like this does not 
feel I'm getting bad vibes right now. Mm. So when it went from 530 to six, it, oh no, I'm sorry. It was 530 to six to 620. So when it went from six to like 620, 630, 630, I was the first person in line. I was like, look, my kid starts kindergarten tomorrow and I really need, I, I need to know what my options are right now in case this is canceled. And they're like, it's not going to be canceled. The So the entire time, multiple people had gone up and they had made announcements over the loudspeaker saying that the issue was our plane was there, but the pilot was in DC stuck on a plane that had maintenance issues and he could not fly to his flight from DC. Couldn't get to LaGuardia until the maintenance issues cleared up there. I mean, at five o'clock at five 30 at six o'clock, they had told those very consistent story. So when it got pushed back to 6.30, when it was like, you know, 5.30, and I went up there and, and I was like, I, I need to know other flight stuff because my kid starts kindergarten and I need to be on a fucking flight. I said it a lot nicer, though. So <laughs> she ends up being like, well, I can put you on standby for the 6.20 flight to Raleigh. And I was like, yes, let's do that. Let's get on standby for the 6.20 flight. So I go back and I tell Jay and we had two goals for being back. Jay had to live stream uh, his uh, GDL Geek Dad Life Toy, Toy Geeks at nine and Alex had kindergarten the next day. So we had to be back before nine o'clock for these, you know, we, we had, we had a time crunch cut to, it is the like 545, the other flights boarding and they cancel our flight. Yeah. So I'm in the line to find out the options, if they're going to put us up in a hotel or not. And Jay is in the standby line at the other gate. They're, they're diagonally across from each other. So like, I can see him, he can see me. We're like waving, whatever. I send the boys over and it ended up being that the three of them were able to get on the flight and I would stay because I'm a fucking fighter in the airport. So if there's going to be somebody that's going to stay, it's going to be me. Like, let's go. I'd step me into this ring. So they they get off. Thank God. Because at this point, like it's canceled. I'm crying, like trying to not make a big deal. But like, you know, I'm, I'm very emotional in my own little box about how Alex is going to miss his first day of kindergarten. And it's all my fault because I should have taken an earlier one. And I shouldn't have been so selfish about wanting to like sleep in in the morning. And I should have just, you know, gotten us whatever. So I'm doing that whole thing in my head. And then um, thank God, though, they end up getting on. And there were people around us in line who had heard me talking to the gate agent because I talked to her twice who had were like, I just, I, I just want you to know, like, I'm really rooting for you guys. Like multiple people were like, <laughs> like, I am so sorry. Like my heart is broken that you're going through this before. And I was just like, you guys are really, really nice. Like, cause I didn't tell any of them, like, you know, and like I was talking to Alex in the line quietly myself. And, I, and he was just like, I don't care. I don't want to go to school anyway. <laughs> <laughs> first day of kindergarten buddy i know and this other woman behind us was like hey i was a kindergarten teacher for a few years and to be honest the first day is just like assigning crayons so like he's gonna be fine and i was just like i don't care <laughs> um not really the i was very calm and I, 
I even said I was like, I realize I'm more upset right now than he is, and it's not a big deal, and he's never gonna remember this. But like, you know, I feel mom guilt, and they were like, we get you, honey, it's okay. So everybody was very, very nice. Like there was no whatever, like a holes. Uh, obviously, nobody leaving my nobody leaving like on my flight was leaving New York. Everybody was very nice. So anyway, they get off. I'm still in the line that I've been in for like 40 minutes at this point. I'm first. And then the gate agent is like, I'm sorry, guys. I have to close this line because I have to go work another gate. You're going to have to go to the uh, rebooking line. No. No, dude. We had all of us in the immediate vicinity had known that the rebooking line was terrible because a lot of people had gone there and then come back mad. And then like (gasps) that line is like two hours deep. Right. And it's also like, this is not my fault. Mm-hmm. Right. Y'all did this. You need to fix it. So, well, here's here's the part. So, okay. Up until then, normal LaGuardia shit story. Here's the part where it starts to get, like, to be fucking ugh, aggravating. So, she's like, I really have to go. They keep calling me. I got to go work a different flight now. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I got to go. My manager's coming down, though. You guys can talk to him. And then the manager walks by and she's like, that's him. And he literally sees her, hears her say this, looks at us, turns around and walks away. Because he knows there's nothing he can do. And he's a he fucking coward. Offered you. He's a fucking coward that he won't even tell us that to our face. Right. At this point, nobody in the line is mad. Right? Because... Nobody is mad. We just want to know, are we getting a hotel or are we going to be rebooked? What's the deal? That's That was it. Nobody in my line was rude, freaking out, anything like that. There was one woman who was a doctor. She was oh, probably in her mid-60s who needed her heart medication. and It was checked on her checked luggage. Oh, and her friend ended up stepping up because you could tell that she was trying to be nice probably because she's a doctor that deals with assholes in real life too. But her friend was much more forceful. And she was like, no, we need an answer now. We're not getting in a rebooking line. We want to know where, how we get our tech suitcase off so she can take her heart medicine wherever we have to go today. And, and nobody would even answer them. So Side note, like, always bring that shit with you. Yeah, I know, I know. Actually, but, I, yes. I, was, I was talking to the doctor then too. And after that, and I was just like, you know, I take my anti-anxiety medicines and a little thing I got from a dollar store thanks to my friend Mandy who recommended it. But like, <laughs> anyway, so we all follow him like the Pied fucking Piper, right? And we go down across from gate like 14 to gate like 18, around like a little bend. And he see he's talking to somebody behind that gate, sees us and goes into the dead bridge and hides. He is hiding from us like a fucking coward hiding from us. Again, we had no pitchforks. We just wanted to know our options. That was all. That was it. Nobody, nobody was screaming at that point. Nobody was angry. Nobody was whatever. But you know what ended up changing us? You know what switched the dial? Here's what switched the dial. Oh, shit. So the woman who was helping us There were two women that were helping us. So both women, both of them were telling us the updates about the maintenance issues in DC. Both of them made an announcement over the loudspeaker telling us 
this was what the lay was. So it was very established. Well, the younger lady was the one that got stuck, you know, telling us like, follow him. An older woman who's working the gate, the second gate, turns around and starts yelling and reprimanding her in Spanish for telling us that it was a maintenance issue. And I only know this because somebody behind me in the line was translating it as she was reprimanding her in front of us in Spanish. And then that woman turns around and again, no one has spoken to this other woman. No one has demanded anything. We're all just like, we were told to come here. And she yells, she snaps at us. It was a weather issue and we owe you nothing. We can't help you. (gasps) And that's when the dial on my crowd turned. (laughs) (laughs) We were all like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Like, weather issue my ass. So the other lady is like, my friend needs her heart medication. Are you really going to let him hide and you yell at us that we can't get that? So somebody else is like, well, if you need that stuff, you're going to go back out to baggage claim and then you can come back in to find another flight. So anybody that had a checked bag had to go back out to baggage claim and recheck their fucking bag. No, no. Like, I get you canceled for weather, but like, no. But it wasn't weather. So here's the thing. I said, I'm sorry. But my family just left on the 620 flight to Raleigh. It was six, like 25. It's like they just left on the 620 flight. How is that weather related? Because the other flights Mm -hmm. to Raleigh have all taken off. And then everyone's like, yeah, how did her family get to go? So like, I mean, we were all a team. We were a, we were everyone in that group. And there was a bunch of, we were a team. And like somebody else was like, I have the radar up and the radar is still further west. So how is it weather right now? Nice. <laughs> nice. And they were like, the answer is weather. And we are we are done talking about this. We can't help you. Somebody's like, what about a hotel? And they're like, we don't owe you a hotel. That is exactly oh, what fuck that fucking them. lady said. Yeah, we yeah. don't owe you a hotel. Yeah, so I tell you no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the point where everybody was pissed. Because we were like, again, we just want to know our options. Like, we weren't we weren't going over there as a mob. We were just following. At that point, they're like, this is discussion at this gate is over. You need to go to the booking gate. So we were all like, okay, we'll go to the booking gate. And at this point, we had actually all uh, gotten notifications through the app about being rebooked on a noon flight out of LaGuardia the next day. Except... Some people had gone in to accept it because you had to either accept or uh, decline it to pick a different Mm -hmm. one. Guess what? That flight, we were all on standby for noon the next day. We were only confirmed it was a layover in D.C. at D.C.A. We were all confirmed from D.C. to uh, Raleigh at like 7 p.m., so it was a six-hour labor in D.C. What in the fuck? We didn't even have a flight to D.C. That we were what the fuck? For. It was nuts. So the please confirm this non-flight. Yes. Please so confirm at, this non-solution. So at that point, like, I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, but I'm like, all right, Colleen, you've done, through your lifetime at LaGuardia, you've done the crying thing. Let's not cry. Let's figure something out. So, you know, I'm like, all right, worst case, 
I drive, you know, or I go to Newark or I go to JFK, but I'm going to get back there. And like, you know, as I, as the boys had gotten on the plane, they gave me the carry on because we had the, they took their carry and I had mine and Jay's because I was like, I'm in the line and like the ladies behind us are like talking. They didn't know each other. They're talking about splitting an Uber to try to get to uh, Newark for a different flight that had left, <laughs> but left like two hours later. But I'm like, guys, I am so sorry, but my contact stuff is in my carry on and I really need to go get it. Can I save my spot? So like I said, we were all on the same team, but like at that point, like I got the bag and like, I'm like, I'm crying. I'm like, Alex, I hope you have a great first day of kindergarten. I'm so sorry I won't be there, but I will promise you I'm going to be home when you get home. I promise. And he's just like, whatever. I don't want to go to school. <laughs> right. It's like way harder for you. Like, Thanks, kid. But I found out later that actually Zachary uh, cried himself to sleep, essentially. Like, he cry he when jay because they had to sit separately zach and then alex and jay sat together but zach was several rows in front of them in the middle and apparently zach cried a lot because he was very scared about what would happen to me so my poor baby oh. and he kept crying on the way home and just like was devastated and jay was like jay was like look if there's anybody that's gonna gonna beat the airline system it's your mommy like don't bet against your mommy when it comes to flying <laughs> so Anyway, uh, I get in line. There's three different lines for rebooking, which nobody told us. They had directed everybody to one line. So the first bit of fortune that I get is, so we have to go to gate 23. And the way it is is really weird where it skips from like 11 to 23 is on the other side. But like, it's just very strangely set up. And I missed it. I just by chance missed it. And ask somebody and she's like, well, 23 is there and you can go down to whatever it is or you can go to 25. And I was like, well, which one's the best one? She's like, I recommend 25. So I go down to 25, which is hidden in a corner and is much shorter than the other ones. I'm in the line there. And then this dude comes up who's he works there and he's like trying to see if he can help anybody to shorten the line. And I'm like, look, my family got on this flight. I was the first in line and I got to wait at the back of this line. Like I, it's not your fault. I'm not mad, but I'm frustrated because all I wanted to do was ask to get on standby for the, and now I'm in the back of the line and I would have been first there. So I feel like I probably lost like 10 spots in line because everybody in front of me is probably going to get on the same standby line. And I'm just, I'm going to tell you, I'm really upset. And he was like, okay, okay. He's, he's like, did you try calling the number? And I was like, I called the number and it's a like three hour wait to get back. Like, did you do the, did you do the chat in the app? And I was like, I did the chat in the app and it's 72 hours before they'll get back. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to tell him this. I was like, Shockingly, but I've also. The bot was not helpful. The bot was not helpful. And I didn't want to tell him this, but like, I was like, mm, I also tweeted uh, Mayor Pete a whole fucking bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to tag Chastin if you guys don't let me on a flight. <laughs> so anyway, I get up to the front and that guy ends up being up there. And he's like, I'm up there for a while. But at this point, I'm at the end and everybody's been taking care of it, whatever. So there's only like one other person behind me. So he like takes, I'm fortunate enough that he doesn't feel the pressure. So he takes his time and he tries to get me on standby for a flight to Greensboro the, he gets me on standby to the Raleigh flight and is like, you're number six. He's like, but 
you have any other flights, uh, airports in your immediate area, like where you live? And I was like, well, I live next to the Raleigh airport. So right. like I can get to anything like Greensboro, Fayetteville. I'll even go to Charlotte and take the train home. I don't care. I was like, just not Wilmington. Cause I have no idea how I'm going to get home from Wilmington. <laughs> So he's got his phone up with the map and he's looking at airports in the immediate vicinity of RDU. And he's like, okay, well, Greensboro is your option, but I won't know. It's a, it's a heavily crew flight and I won't know who won't make it on the crew until like, cause I guess everybody it's all crew. And if you, the standby list depends on whatever crew is not going to make it because they're delayed. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's said to me and he's like, it's seven o'clock. Come back between eight and eight twenty. I will be. I don't know if I'll be at this gate, but I'll be at a gate in this wing. Like, come find me, and I'll tell you if that's gonna work. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I get something to eat. Finally, I go to look for him at like eight ten, right in the middle of the two times, and he's not there, and he's not anywhere in there. And I ask somebody who's at the gate where I talk to him, and she's like, and his name. I don't want to say his name, so I'll just call him, give me a name, Robert. I'll call him Robert. That wasn't his name. And I was like, hey, is Robert here? Because he said that I should come back at this point. And she's like, I don't know a Robert. And I was like, really? He was here before. She goes, oh, yeah, that Robert. He's not on duty today. He was just here to talk to a supervisor. And I'm like, no, I'm like, these are lies. These are fucking lies. Jiminy Cricket. He, right? hasn't, so he hasn't been a huge like, dad in 1975. He's like, yeah, oh, right? So it was, it was basically that. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Well, he said that I should talk to you guys at this point in time about the Greensboro flight. She's like, oh, well, if there's 17 people ahead of you on the Greensboro flight if you wanted to get on that. And I was like, nope. And then she goes, but I can't tell you what you are on the Raleigh flight because we're not allowed to tell you what you what are. What the fuck? Yeah, right. So she's making it up as she's going along. So at this point, I am really upset because I'm like, God damn it. Have I been played? Did this guy just want to send me away? He sounded so sincere. And I'm I'm a little upset. So I text my family. I'm like, that guy was a fucking liar. My poor mom who doesn't like the cursing. She's like, you know, like what happened? Uh, there was no Greensboro flight. I was like, there's a Greensboro flight. I'm just number 17 or 18, whatever it was. So you know, at this point, I go into the bathroom, I have a good cry in the stall, and then I kind of compose myself, and I'm like, Colleen, you need to get home before 8.45 tomorrow. So crying is not, being a white lady crying Karen is not going to fucking help you, because it's just embarrassing. So man up, woman up, and let's see what we can do to get home tonight. I start going around the airport, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh. Do- do you know somebody named Robert? Because he's my friend on Facebook and I'm delayed here. So I'm just trying to see if I can find like if he's working here because I know he works for, for American. Like I'm going around and I'm, I'm you know, obviously like a freaking lunatic, but I'm trying to like, I'm not like I'm crazy lunatic. So like I'm like, and then, you know, everybody, I, I get the variety of answers from there's no Robert that works here to, oh, he's not on duty today to I haven't seen him. I plead the fifth. So finally, the last person I ask is some dude uh, or, or I, it's, it's, it's a younger woman and some dude. And I'm like, hey, is there some, something that Robert that's here today? I don't even bother with like a story. And they were like, yeah. Oh, Robert, I think he's on break. And I was like, oh, OK, because he had told me 
a while ago to come back and find him. And I'm like, they're resigned as I say this because they are the last people that I could ask. And they're like, well, I think he's on break. And I was like, okay. So finally, I'm like, well, you know what? This might not happen. I need to start looking into car rentals and just start looking into 6 a.m. flights. What I'm going to do. So I'm doing that. And about 15 minutes later, the man comes up to me. He's like, you were looking for Robert, right? And I'm like, yes, yes, I was. And he's like, oh, he's all the way down at gate whatever. So the other end of the airport. So I'm like, game fucking on. So I pick up the little wheelie suitcase and I get my ass down to that gate. And I don't say anything as I'm approaching him. And I just like, hey. And he's like, oh, hey. So yeah, I was looking at that Greensboro flight. And I don't think that's going to work for you. And I was like, yeah, uh, there's 17 people ahead of me. And he's like, yeah, you should just uh, stay on the uh, RDU flight. Um, but, you know, let me let me take a look for you. So he's like looking at things like, well, I think these two people got on a different flight and these two people didn't check in. So really, it's just two people that you have to get ahead of. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, my friend is working that gate. So let me just call him and check. So picks up the phone. I don't even know if he's talking to a real person or not. He's like, hey, did you uh, page uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just trying to figure out uh, whatever. So he says whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. And he's like, go down there. I'm sure it's going to work out for you. And I'm just like, all right, whatever, jerk off motion. Okay, fine. So as I'm walking down, here's here's the uh, musical interlude part of the story. As I'm walking down, a man stops me. And he was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, like me? He's like, you? I just have to tell you that you look like, so adorable in your outfit like you are so fabulous looking i'm like really thank you so much like i've been wearing this all day and i wasn't really sure if this was a travel outfit or like a go out outfit and he's like oh my god it's so cute i'm like oh my god thank you so much i was like what do you think of these earrings he's like i didn't even notice them but now that i do i think the earrings are like spectacular i was like thank you i'm going to ohio with my husband next week and i was considering wearing this outfit uh, to go out with some of his friends. And he's like, well, honey, I'm gay, so I can't speak for your husband, but I can tell you that this outfit is super adorable. <laughs> it was so funny, though. I was like, well, thank you so much. And then, you know, he was like, okay, well, now I have a question. Like, I need to get to JFK. How do I do that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, because he was going to Germany. So I guess wherever he came from, to switch airports so like i give him information like i was like follow the signs for ground transportation if you lose ground transportation follow the signs for baggage claim they're all like right outside of each other so like you know we exchanged more pleasantries and went on our way and i'm like okay well even if i get stuck here i look fabulous Mm. so I keep going and I go back, I go to the gate where uh, Robert told me to go. And it's the same guy that to- that's working there that told me to go find him. So I'm like, oh my God, that was his friend. So I get up there and I'm like, I give him my name. He's like, oh, you're number six. Like four people are cleared. And I really don't think, I want you to prepare yourself. I really don't think you're going to get on this flight. You're like, but like, Robert said. But Robert said. <gasps> It's like, you know, you never know what could happen. Like, you never know. I don't know what everybody's situation is, but I think there's only going to be four people that get cleared. And I was like, okay. I'm like, you know, they start boarding. The, the names that are on the standby list going green. And I'm, I look down and I'm like, Colleen, don't cry. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be that person. Like, just hold it together. So, like, I'm, I'm 
looking down and my my eyes are welling up with tears because I'm like, I've lost this round. Meanwhile, in the middle of this, my grandma calls me and she was like, Colleen, what are you still doing there? You better take a cab back to my house right now and we'll figure this out in the morning. And I'm like, Grandma, it's 915. Like, you got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an hour past your bedtime. So that was very sweet. So anyway, you know, everybody, their boards, they're the four standby people board. And then, or I don't know if all four of them boarded. They get to the standby people. And I look up as I'm sitting there, like with my like bright red, like just trying not to cry. I look up and Robert has come from the other end of the gate terminal down, down there like a knight in fucking shining armor. And I see him gesturing to his friend, my friend, uh, uh, let's say Xavier. So he's like, my friend Xavier works at that gate. So he's talking to the guy, Xavier, and he, I see him gesturing towards me. And I'm like, oh, God, dare I get hopeful? And I'm like, but don't, don't look like an expectant Karen. Like you don't want to do that because you just don't want to do that. So I'm, but I'm like one eye up, one eye down. I'm like, what do I do here? And then I see uh, Robert says, so there's two women, the younger one who is with Xavier at first. And then another older woman who, so Robert goes, these two people aren't going to show up. They're not here. The other older woman looks at him. She, she side eyes him hard. She's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> and he's like, no, I swear they're not going to show up. And she's like, did you even page them? Because I haven't heard those names be paged yet. So she makes Xavier page them and he gives them the two minute warning. And then not even 10 seconds goes by. And the younger woman's like, I think Robert might be right. It kind of looks like they're not here. And then, so it's another 20 seconds goes by and the older lady just looks like, she throws her hands up. She's like, I give up with you guys. Like three against one. So she's like, fine, haggard, bagger. So, you know, like give me the, the luggage tag. So he's like, like this, doesn't even say a word. And I'm like, me? Like I'm pointing, I'm like, hey, it's me. And he's like, whisper, he's like, come on, come on. And I'm like, okay. So I get on the flight. And nobody came on after me. But as I walked on as the last person on there, the other five or six people, seven people, whoever many got it before me, they are all sitting in the same area for the most part. And they oh. come for those babies now. Oh. <laughs> it's like 9.30 at this point or 9.45. We don't take off till like 10.30 because it's fucking LaGuardia. Mm. I'm like, yes. I sit down. I was like, I just want to cry. And the lady next to me had, uh, turns out she and her sister were uh, sitting right by us. So she had seen all of Zach and Alex's like shenanigans and like all that. And the another woman, the other woman that was sitting behind us, she's like, you can cry. I cried because she, she had gotten on like first or whatever. She's like, I cried for the first 10 minutes I sat here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened to the doctor with the heart medication? Did they make it on that flight too? No, I don't. I don't think that they tried to get on that flight. Okay, just so long uh, as they were reunited with the heart medication, I suppose that's the more important thing. Well, they were told what baggage claim to get the bags. Okay. Um, but so then, as we're all sitting there, we start comparing stories, and so my happy ending. I got back. I got back. Oh, shit. I didn't. Oh, fuck. There's a whole part of this story. A very quick part as a side. As I'm talking to Robert the very first time or second time as he's trying to find me a flight to Greensville, Greensboro, Greensboro, blah, blah, blah. I realize that I have the house keys. 
Oh no. And I gasped like audibly in the line. I was like, oh, and he was like, yeah, he's like, what? And the lady next to me, who's like talking to her flight, because, you know, two gate agents, they were like, what, what? Because I guessed so loud. And I was like, I just realized I have my house keys and my family is at home without them. <laughs> I pulled them out. Damn. I'm like, oh, my God. So then, like, as I'm waiting that hour and like 15, 20 minutes to go back to Robert, I call Cindy. I call uh, my brother-in-law because I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out who has the extra key. And my brother-in-law is like, everybody's searching. I hear them searching through their key buckets and their cars or whatever. And finally, my brother's like, I really have a very vivid memory of putting your extra key back in your key vault. And I'm like, that makes sense. So what ended up happening was they get back and they have a very short period of time before Toy, Toy Geeks has to start. So Jay ends up moving it back a half an hour. But what they had to do was they had to break into the laundry room window. Mm, who who they, had to go in through the window? Guess. <laughs> Who's the who's the most agile member of my family? Yeah. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> so they ended up they Jay took the screen off and then he ended up shaking the window and loosening it so that it went up. And then they ended up hoisting Alex through the window to then unlock the garage. But he's never unlocked it before. So they said that it was a whole process to try to get him to like figure like, no, just turn the thing. We're like, you're so smart. Turn the thing. <laughs> So that was the whole last thing. But anyway, um, I got back that I heard some stories on the plane and it made me really realize how like lucky I was. There was another family that was with us in that whole group. There's a family of four. They were in Cary and they were told when the flight was first canceled um, by a gate agent or whoever it was that they could book a hotel and another flight. And because it was a maintenance issue, they could get reimbursed by American. And then American changed it to weather. Oh, fuck them. After they booked, so it was, they had two fuck teenagers. Them. They had no. two teenagers, and they so they booked the four of them on another flight the next day, which is pricey, and they booked the two hotel rooms. And then they were told that there was no way they were getting reimbursed, reimbursed because- Oh, they yeah. need to be on the phone with customer service for like mm-hmm. the They need to get fully, yes, yeah. that was, I was, I was very angry when I heard that. Um, because again, like everybody was sharing stories because between all of us, we had split up into different whatever. Um, but that that was insane, and that I was so mad because that lady was so funny. She was like, Well, you know what? There's a Metallica concert tonight, and uh we were just figuring we would just uh you know book a flight tomorrow, get a hotel room, and go see Metallica, the four of us. Like lemons Sorry. out of yeah, lemonade. Yeah. And then another family, which I hadn't seen them, but I, uh, one of the other people told me that it was a family of uh, six, four kids. They were also starting school on Monday, and they were they refused to reimburse them for a hotel. They refused to help them find a flight that worked for them. So they ended up buying another air, uh, flight, another uh, whole other airline for five a.m. And the six of them, the four kids that were starting school on Monday, slept in the airport overnight. Fuck. Oh, my God. And it just made me so angry. Yeah, it's not okay. No, it's not. Not okay. So, anyway, that was that. I was very lucky. I got home. I got to sleep about 1.30, but I was so happy to be home. Oh, yes. Also, just in time 
Because, yeah, seriously. I mean, kindergarten notwithstanding, the next day, a bunch of flights were canceled. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, I would have driven. Like, I, my my alternate plan was if I couldn't get on another flight, I would have rented a car or something and just driven down that day and then been there when he got home like I had promised. But, oh, my God. It was – I just – I don't understand how – like, I get it. Like, it's profit above everything else. But, like, how shitty is that? Like, as I said to uh, somebody at some point, I was like, there was no weather issues at 4.30. There was no weather no. issues at 4.50. No. There was no weather issues at 5.30 or 6 or 6. And maybe there were weather issues that would come into play at 6.55. But you then could have delayed it till the storm passed. Mm -hmm. But instead, because 6.55 was just, was, or, you know, 7 o'clock was just under that three-hour window where they have to reimburse you, you decided to cancel it and blame it on weather. Those assholes. Yeah, and that's, that's fucking up. shitty. That is that's shitty. really shitty. Yeah. So, I again, I recognize, I, I won a golden ticket on that last flight out, because that was the last flight out to Raleigh that day. So, I I, I realized I got a golden ticket, and I, my heart is like, I felt so bad for the people that the families that didn't get out that needed to, or the ones that were screwed over. Like, I just, I felt so bad, but we all made friends that day. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, still, yeah. and I just can't get over your, um, your shit. What's his fake name? Robert. You're Robert. Between <laughs> like between people saying they don't know him or he's not there mm -hmm. and, and like him being like a true angel, it's very strange. It was wild. I went through the gamut, and I think that's like the as the door closed, he lay a finger on his nose and he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the best part of the weekend was Amanda's wedding. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry it was such an odyssey to get home. Oh, whatever. It would have been, been better. It would have been better if there was the polka band, but you know. <laughs> Polka, polka, polka. You know, polka, polka, you know, polka. My little group on the way home was so eclectic that it might as well have been. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my story. Um, oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy. Um, I'm sorry to take away from the wedding stuff. I feel really bad. Nah, um, again, I, Amanda, I would have walked to and from your wedding, so please. Oh. I would because there was no parking because that would have been your only other option. <laughs> I would have walked even from the ferry. Anyway, um, we are so far behind that we will save the feedback until next week. Let's finish with the match that she said. And then next week when we do Barbie slash maybe Barbenheimer, we will do the feedback then. Does that sound good? Okay. Sounds good. I would start it. I would stop it. I would get distracted. I would look at my phone. If you made it this far, thank you. If you have an opportunity to do one in your area, I highly recommend it. 14 and a half hours on Saturday. <laughs> I still want to see it in the light. Ooh, you have a lot of pressure built up. <laughs> this is it. It's happening. <laughs> you should be focusing on getting there fast. 47 times! <laughs> Feel my excitement through your earbuds. <sighs> I want it. I want it so much. We have 
to do it around the table. It's particularly loud tonight. <laughs> All night long, I could hear it in my room. I think you can do it. It's going to take a little time. I've been feeling that for a couple of months now. It is very much a blessing. Not everyone gets to do it. I didn't realize it was the first time he'd seen it. Up until the point where he came on screen, <laughs> I was expecting it to be him. <laughs> Side note, we finished. Colleen wants to finish first. <laughs> Blown by two broads. I don't know if I'm coming or going. I am enjoying his commentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Matt, for that. Thank you all for getting through our wild story hour. Amanda's weekend story time. Wait, maybe we call this episode Amanda's wedding weekend story time. Okay. Perfect. Is that, is that a very long? Is that too long? Can we work no. that shorter? I think we'll sleep on it. I, I, you know, I'm sure something will. I'll ask you guys on Thursday. Exactly. <laughs> It'll probably between, be between that and all my married ladies. Which is also very funny. Yes, good one all too. Right, let's just do that. You know. Okay, anyway, on that note, let's go to sleep. I am tired, and you guys are tired, and Amanda is very tired. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry for all the yawning. I'm trying very hard to not do it. I get you. At a certain point, you can't control it. Yeah. Yeah, you've been, it's been a weekend. Yeah, it's been a week. Yeah, it's been like a, a, a nine months. Yeah. It's like you birthed the wedding, but you did. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. I really see why people do not do it in this order and why they just like pay someone else to do it. It's a lot of work. <laughs> and we cut out like 80% of the stuff most people do at weddings and it was still a lot of work. Well, Cause you had a lot of DIY stuff, but it was beautiful. Everything came out really great. Thank you. Also, I figured out, I love flower arranging. I think that's going to be my new like crafty thing I take on. Nice. It brought me such joy. I really Aww. love doing it. I hear it's very cathartic for people that like to do that stuff. It is. It just is. to see the you know, fruits of your labor, like yeah. in that setting. Yeah. It's like the next day I like redid all the flowers and like made them into like bigger arrangements. And I like took a bunch of them to like hospice. And I was like, that was oh, so fun. That was really fun. Just like redoing awesome. it all. They're, they're like That's Legos, really but they're fun. flowers. You just like take it all apart and you just like put them all back together. It was really fun. <laughs> That's really great though. Yeah. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Definitely Barbie. You can send in feedback for Oppenheimer too. I will have whoever hasn't watched it yet earmuff if they want to. But you know, spoiler alert: we drop a nuke. Yeah. Um, Not two, once, but actually. twice. Twice. Yeah, it happens. Thanks. People who have seen it will know there's like one or two kind of spoilery things. So anyway, send them anyway. I'll use my discretion. I'll read the emails that come and just label them as Oppenheimer. And if Amanda or Shandy haven't seen them. I'll, I'll take care of that aspect of it. But anyway, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll be live with patrons next week. We'll let them uh, talk Barbie and maybe Oppenheimer with us too. So uh, we'll send out the link. And yeah, on that note, congratulations, Amanda and Daniel and Eden. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute a certain level. And that'd be Eckhart, Maggie, Joanne, and Ed. Thank you guys so much. If you have any feedback, the broadcaster is three at gmail.com or give us a call through 331-276-2373. Otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Um, on that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.